Yes, it's the perfect crime, Johnson 2. Once we've lured the world leaders into our haunted house, we'll finally be able to rule the world. My name's Silence! Now, all the invitations went out, correct? Yes. And the hypnosis chamber has all the hors d'oeuvres. I asked you if anyone had a shellfish allergy, and you never got back to me. I knew it! They can never resist my muscles. What the deuce? Johnson! What happened to the lights? All the lights have gone completely out, Johnson. Uh, I don't know if you've paid the electric bill. Damn it, Johnson! My evil plan has been foiled once again! Welcome to the Okie Show Show, the podcast that explores the inner workings of the Heartland's entertainment industry. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And I'm Neil. And we are here at the spooky, scary, overholster mansion. I'm leaning. Oh, hey. Oh, we have another, we have a third guest co-host today. That's uh, important. Nah, the, mo- the most important. She's the most important one. Don't stroke her ego. <laughs> she doesn't need it. Yeah. So we are <coughs> we're we're here on the third floor of uh, the Overholster Mansion, which is freaking awesome because it's what time is it right now? It's about it's twenty one hundred hours. So it's nine. Nine oh seven. Nine oh seven. And uh, it's a little stormy out. And Neil over here has been perusing the the mansion That's with right. cameras Getting to get some kinds B-roll. Of B-roll footage. And I tell you what, the third floor is definitely the scariest one out it's of all three of them. Freaking scary. So today you are listening to the Halloween special of the Oki Show Show. Ooh. I'm super excited for this. I've been wanting to do something like this for freaking forever. Well, and this is so cool because it's right here. Like I was, I was like, oh man. I mean, I know there's a lot of like tiny little towns that have things that they say, oh, this is a haunted little area or whatnot. But this is like just downtown Oklahoma City. No big deal, right? It's seriously like right off of Midtown. So if you wanted to, you could get blitzed and then come here and get the crap scared out of you. <laughs> don't do that. I don't, don't suggest do that. that. That'd be a bad idea. You might not come home. Probably just because you're drunk. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, you could get an uh, an HUI, <laughs> a haunted haunted under the influence. Haunted yeah. under the influence. <laughs> you gotta watch out for those. Yeah. Are there like ghost police that enforce that? Um, they're called Ghostbusters, Laney. Oh. Duh. Well, ghost. I was meaning like you know that actually the, give out the tickets. Yeah, like like <laughs> Casper haunted. got older and had to get a day job, <laughs> and so and he's not so friendly anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're getting a ticket, sir. <laughs> For drinking in my haunted house. Isn't that, I mean, like, I feel like that's what a hangover is, really. It's just the ghost of drunkenness past. Basically, that's very, that's a great description. It's yeah. haunting you for a it few really is. hours. Yeah, it's got, un- the, the alcohol has unfinished business yeah. with you. Yeah, exactly. It's going to torture you for a little bit and then move on. Right, yeah. And it'll pass on. That's what, you know, they say that, that a fart is really just, you know, food ghosts. Food ghosts. That is the greatest thing I've heard all day. You can you can take that home. You can use that, guys. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> that was like such a lame dad joke. That was, I feel like that was man. like the be- that was just so good. I'm practicing. Would you, you know. Would you say that farts make you possessed? <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Lady with a zinger. Zing. Proud of myself right now. Guys. Where's the bell? Where is Ring it? the bell. Where is it? Oh, where is it? Dang it. There you go. Yeah, yeah there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Applause, applause. Yes, I did bust out the old 
crappy sound effects machine that you can get at the dollar store. We need it. Yes, we do. So we are here with one of the tour guides of the Overholster Mansion, uh, Miss Lisa. Welcome to the Oki Show Show, ma'am. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is so much fun. This thank is you guys so for cool. coming up. And a great night to do it, too. Thank you for opening your doors to us. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and letting us in. So, okay. Can you, can you kind of give us a quick history of the Overholster Mansion, set the sure. stage to where we are? Well, it's, we are in a 115-year-old mansion, just north of downtown Oklahoma City. We are open to the public. We give tours Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. Our last um, tour is at 2 o'clock. And a lot of people don't know that we're here. They might drive through the neighborhood because of all the beautiful homes. We have one square mile of historic houses just north of downtown. But um, the mansion here is 12,000 square feet, built in 1903. So that makes it pre-statehood for Oklahoma. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, when we first met up this evening, we were in the barn, which is 3,000 square feet. I mean, we, and we always say, I can live in the barn. Uh, yeah, yeah, that barn was, yeah, that barn I'll, was I'll, you know, beautiful. Four stalls out. Um, um, way prettier than my house. Oh, my God. It is amazing. And, and the horses got to experience that. I'm yeah, jealous. Yeah, those were some lucky horses, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, but this house, only four people have ever lived in it. And never more than three people at the very most and for most of the time that when it was occupied only two people ever occupied this 12,000 square foot of space and the last time it was really fully um, lived in or occupied was back in 1959 by the daughter, Henry I own, Perry, and her husband, Jay Perry. Um, that's the year that she died. She was 54 years old, and she died without having children, so her husband, Jay Perry, becomes the sole heir, and he sells the house to the Oklahoma Historical Society, and they're the ones who own this, own the house today. Wow. And then it became a museum. Um, but it was built by Henry Overholzer, who was originally from Ohio, and he arrives here in 1889, already a very wealthy, successful businessman. Right. He made his money up north in mercantiles and real estate in Indiana and Ohio. He owns mines in Colorado. He's in the ore trade in Minnesota. He owns prefab building companies up in wow. Michigan. That's wow. what he, he's like buku wealthy. And this is pre-land run. This is right? pre-land, right, run, pre-land run. Gets here, but so what, this is still Indian territory at this, this point. This is still Indian wow. territory and the land runs are, you know, we had like seven here in Oklahoma. Right. That's really what brings him here because Henry Overholzer saw a business opportunity so he simply packs up train car loads full of building supplies, lumber, and pre prefabs you know people are pitching tents out here he brings in prefabs immediately he is in business he builds oklahoma city's first hotel it wasn't even a city back then though it was uh, (laughs) he built the grand avenue hotel and it was located on hudson and what is today sheridan avenue Uh, back then it was grand avenue and it was supposed to be the most luxurious west of the mississippi they also called it oklahoma city's first skyscraper and it was three stories tall (laughs) and that's where he would set up his residence and a month later he'd meet his future wife miss anna ion murphy arrives with her parents from Harrison, Arkansas, and she is described as the most prettiest woman in the territory. And she and Henry Overholzer meet in May and get married in October, and very quickly they're considered civic and social leaders because Henry Overholzer is building Oklahoma City over here. Miss Anna starts a lot of women's clubs and organizations, so it's not till 1901 when Henry Overholzer buys these three lots way outside of the city in the country. There was nothing out here. and people thought he was crazy, but he bought three lots for $1,000 each, which was oh a lot gosh. of money back then. A lot of money. That's, yeah. Wow. I'm a thousandaire now. <laughs> and that, you ain't got nothing, Brian. You ain't got nothing. Yeah. 
Back in my see, I just I was born in the wrong century. Yep. If I could be a thousandaire back in the 1900s, I'd be like, I'll just buy all of this land. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and people thought, why are you going to build way out there? Nobody's going to see you or come and visit you. Today you can walk to downtown, right? And yeah. so he would encourage other first families to move out here, and he would further encourage them to outbuild him. So today we have. Heritage Hills and Mesta Park in one square mile area. What he was doing, he was creating an exclusive district, and yet here we are a hundred years later. We're still talking about the man who pretty much built Oklahoma City, but he would go yeah. on to be major investor in the streetcar system. You know, they're bringing that back as we speak. They are, yeah. They yeah. are, that's right. That. And he started the State Fair of Oklahoma, and Woo-hoo. we have Lake Overholzer named So he, he, he's the one him. to blame. Yeah, he's the one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but unfortunately, Henry Overholzer only lives here 12 years. He dies first in 1915. Oh, wow. Uh, he was 69 years old. That leaves his wife and daughter. Um, his wife was still young. She may have been like 43, 44 years old. And she pretty much raised their only daughter. And uh, then Mrs. Overholzer dies in 1940. And then Henry I own, the daughter dies 19 years later. And then uh, Mr. Perry, who becomes a sole heir. Now, he lives until 1991. But this Whoa. is, yeah. So we're, talk, we're not talking wow. like that far that, long ago. Well, I know it is amazing when you think about how young Oklahoma City like actually is and Oklahoma yeah, in absolutely. general actually is. But that's still, I mean, that's a really long time to live. I yeah. mean, yeah, look at the rest of the family. I was you know. say, everyone's, everyone else is kind of deucing out at right. like, yeah. 50s and 60s. Yeah. And the craziest thing is, is that he remarries after Henry Ione dies. Um, so... This house went through two marriages and remained intact. So when he sells this house to the state of Oklahoma in 1972, he leaves all the contents in it. So this third floor where we're at right now, this is the only place that have donations. And those are the dolls and the toys in the nanny's area. But the clothes are still in the closets downstairs. Henry Owens' baby book is over here in the cabinet. Her baby shoes. Oh, my goodness. Her baby buggy is back there uh, i mean this is this is crazy complete her, oh my God. her report cards are there yes yeah, so wow. are all these toys that uh are in these cabinets they're hers no these are donations donations mm-hmm. from different like sources period, period yeah. time. the only things that belong to her are in these cabinets here um the ceramics um her baby buggy and her walker i never even knew they made walkers back then yeah. is back there and wow. uh, it's how su- how surprisingly intact this house is because occasionally we still run across something we ran across her penmanship book in one of the downstairs uh, bookcases yeah. so it's over the, here in the cabinets for Wait, people you just to like see. you're still finding artifacts yeah i've never i've been here since 1993 i started as a volunteer but i, I wasn't here daily but yeah. um I just kept coming and helping with events, and I guess I wouldn't go away. But anyway, I got hired on full-time in 2008, so I've been here full-time ever since then. So I know the house pretty well, but it's just occasionally that, hey, I've never seen this penmanship. What is it? And, oh, so it has cool. her name in it. So That's she was dear really diary. <laughs> yeah, I haven't found one of those yet. I'm looking, but I haven't found one. But you'd you, think that there would be something like that really Yeah, cool well, on the first across. and second floors, it, it looks like a just a home that someone could walk and just continue living in. So that's, that yeah. is really amazing. So when we go to the first floor, you'll see that there's pictures in front of those first floor rooms taken by Anton Klassen back in 1916. And when I'm on giving tours, I show people the photo. This is taken in 1916, before, after. Wow. And they're like, it's the same. I said, exactly. <laughs> They've never, nothing has ever been changed on the first floor. In fact, it's never been the interior's never been restored. We've done exterior wow. restoration, but the rooms on the first uh, floor have, are virtually the way Mr. and Mrs. Overholzer always had it, which 
Well, that's a testament to their interior designing. No kidding. It's yeah. Looking it's great. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems so well kept. I mean, that just everything here is, is you've done a mm-hmm. wonderful yeah, job of keeping it up. Yeah. yeah. But oh. it's yeah, that's the really the crazy thing about the house that but it makes it stand out to me above head and shoulders because you just you know, above others because you just never get so much in uh, original yeah. history. I mean, it literally feels like we just stepped back mm-hmm. in time to the 1900s. Like this is it's crazy. Yeah, and, and then wow, it's just an amazing um, piece of the Oklahoma City's you know historic fabric. I think because because yeah. a lot we don't get as many visitors as you would think we do. And um, so it's really so great that you guys are here tonight because she's like, spread the message, we spread are the love. So yeah. excited to yeah. be here! This yeah. is so cool. And I know what you listeners are are wondering, like, what's what's the deal with this house, and like, how does it pertain to the entertainment industry in Oklahoma? Well, you better listen up, sir and madam, or <laughs> non-binary. We're a progressive podcast. We are. So this is also a place that has been the location for several film shoots. Um, one of which Neil. And I have been on... Yes, totally. The Mustanger and the Lady shot here last year, mm-hmm. two years ago? Formerly Mustanger and the Lady, That's now right. the Painted Woman. Now it's the Painted oh. Woman. I don't know what she did to be painted. She was never painted in the film. But she... Well, I mean, she had a painted personality. <laughs> she was a, she a very colorful personality. <laughs> Absolutely. I dare say she was rather bland. <laughs> But that's her character arc. At the end, she's the blossoming butterfly. Exactly, exactly. She brings it back around. (laughs) (laughs) But we shot here. Uh, Neil, you were locations on this one? I was. I was in a locations assistant. And uh, we were here for three days. Mm -hmm. uh, Was it only three days? It feels like we were here for way longer than that. I were, think you, were you here just during the day or were you at night as oh, well? No, we were here during no, the night. During the yeah. That's what, oh, yeah. 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 We had night shoots. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. But uh, so I was boom operator on that one. And Neil, did you have any experiences? Some spooky, scary experiences? Did I have any spooky experiences? Um, well, I would definitely, I didn't, I didn't have any like personal experiences, but I do know uh, of a few friends in the art department mm. who had came up to the third floor and said that as soon as they were here, that they automatically felt like really bad vibes and were like, like didn't want to come up here anymore and, and, and like felt like they didn't want to be in this section of the house. Yeah. So they stayed in the lower parts, like the first and second floors. So. And we're on the third floor right and now. We're here. And I'm, I'm, we're you here. Know, I'm feeling okay. I'm not getting these spooky vibes. I'm not getting, and I, and I, I like to think of myself as being somewhat sensitive. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm very sensitive. But Lainey over here, you had a little experience on the third floor, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. Here, jump into that mic. So. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta eat that mic. <laughs> Closer! So I was brought up here um, whenever I came to visit you by some of your lovely crew members slash co-workers. And um, they led me back to this closet that had a doll in it <laughs> that was um so wonderfully it's sounding kind of like the scene from et uh what's the scene from et what are you talking about Where he's hide the eat the alien is hiding in the hiding closet, in the closet oh, yeah. with the toys but no yeah. they had it set up to where it would scare all of 
you know, well, I can't think. Was of it, it just it a just, normal doll, or was it, was it like a, a Chucky doll? doll? Nothing happened, but it was the scaredest I've ever been in my entire life, and I'm having issues talking about yeah. it. I might she, just start crying. Did you jump right out of your skin? <laughs> I jumped out of my skin. They laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my experience. Nothing paranormal, just a bunch of jerks. <laughs> playing, <laughs> but it was playing, good. playing they, mean pranks. I usually don't like, you know, like I don't. I'm not really like super jumpy unless it's a bug. Or something. B.S. Oh. I call bull crap oh on my, that. Oh my god. You gosh. are so jumpy. There was one time a giant spider was in the sink. And she I made me with... have to turn around from going to work and I had to save her. <laughs> but see, but if it was like a ghost spider, I wouldn't have jumped. Now, granted, <laughs> that's fine. Ghost the spider was huge. It had a bandana and a knife in its hand. Yeah. And it was riding a mouse. I was right. And it was like, these are my dishes now. Yeah. And then it called me a name and then it cut my cheek. Yeah, his name was Chuck like, and he had a handlebar mustache. Yeah. Was. I'm pretty sure that's the spider from an American tale, Five All Goes West. <laughs> Just saying, like the one, the, the spider. Yeah. That spider, he carries a knife and literally does that. So. That's, that was the freaking spider in the kitchen. It was. So enough about you and your spider fears. <laughs> I will say that it does add to just the the feel like the overall feeling of you know excitement with all the dolls because I mean I've seen Annabelle okay uh, dolls can be creepy and uh, yeah the life size dolls uh, and there are be- they're beautiful porcelain dolls they I, are I, beautiful <gasps> but I always tell people you know because dolls have gotten a bad rap with the Annabelle movie and yes. true. I, I do I tell people so if you don't like dolls when we're, we're getting ready to go to the third floor I'm just telling you there is a number of dolls Man, there are a number movies have ruined everything good mm-hmm. I mean like clowns dolls sharks it's all yeah. downhill thanks Steven Spielberg <laughs> so um I, when was the first so you've been here since 93 mm-hmm. and so when was your first paranormal experience that was like in the early days where you were like well okay there's definitely something here well so when i first started we moved into the neighborhood and i just i was on a walk and i didn't even know anything about the mansion that it was open for tours but i walked past it and saw the sign and like oh that's cool i want to i want to go see it so i t- grabbed the next tour and I came in. I just fell in love with the house because like everybody does when you it's walk so cool in, it's looking. beautiful. And it was like, I think it was in the fall. So I took my tour and I said, I'm gonna go back and visit. And so they did like a radio interview of the curator then and uh, he was talking about experiences that, you know, the ladies who do the housekeeping, uh, he would say that, oh, they're, they were vacuuming and then the, the cord was, you know, removed from the electrical mm. outlet, or um, it looks like there's an indentation on the bed where somebody's sleeping. It wasn't like that before. Um, they'd come in the morning, and draperies would be open when they were shut, you know, the night before, and that type of thing. And I was kind of intrigued, so I came here for a ghost story session that they had during Halloween that year. And you kind of take that stuff with a grain of salt. It sounds like you. It, you know, they could have tripped over the out, um, the electrical cord and right, that right, kind of right. thing. So I just kind of put it to side. And so once I started um, volunteering, it'd usually be for events, and we would have tours through the house here at night during right. Halloween. So uh-huh. 
I was up here and they sent me up here with the, one of those plastic jack-o'-lanterns. So I was coming up the stairs and the <laughs> As third, one is to do. And the third floor door was shut. And I come up the stairs and so I'm like fiddling with the door and I push it open here and I, cause I have my hands full. And I think I brought a CD player because I recorded some 1920s, you know, music i thought it'd be cool to play yeah. up here so i'm making my way in here and as soon as i came into this third floor area i smelt roses and wow. i'm like and there's and the, it had been closed up for several days before then because back then this they only opened like two or three days a week right and so i came in here and i told i think i can't remember what the the group was by home. I said, I'm smelling roses up here. Is somebody like, is there like, is there air like freshener? a Febreze thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were like, no, we don't use any like solutions on any of the furniture, even furniture polish, you know, that we don't use. And I'm like, well, I'm smelling roses. Well, that was Mrs. Overholzer's favorite flower. Now, oh, when wow. you go downstairs oh, wow. into her rooms, the carpets have roses. There's roses on the walls and ceilings. Yes, so, yes. Unbeknownst to me, I think that was my first <laughs> your first experience. experience. But I wasn't afraid. It was yeah. just it was kind of cool. I said, it's over here now. It's over here now. Yeah. It's gone. And so I, I get. I've always told people I don't think I'm smart enough to be afraid. But I just thought it was kind of <laughs> cool. You know? well, but it's yeah. just, I mean, that seems like very welcoming and nice yeah i mean like yeah. no one no one's like oh scary. roses how who how dare yeah, how you yeah. exactly well, it's, it's a very welcoming yeah. ghost it's a wel- exactly. yeah that's a very welcoming or sensation take time to smell the roses yeah. exactly yeah. So you are good tonight yeah. <laughs> she's coming up with them like that so that was my first one and um then I'd heard stories about what neighbors have told me or, you know, the other volunteers, things that would happen to them. And again, I was just like, yeah, it could be explained away. So I yeah. was kind of like a skeptic and because I just loved the house and the style of it and the um, all the parties that we would, you know, um, we'd get the house ready for the Christmas party that the neighborhood would throw every year. Oh. And so that was where that was my, my role was behind the scenes, you know, yeah. and, uh, but I'd heard things that had supposedly happened that the security guard at that time, uh, or OCPD would call. In fact, when we were, when, remember when we were doing Mustanger and the lady, um, we had the police stop by and I yeah, thought that was, was weird, you know, yeah. well, they were just driving through the neighborhood. And so they come in the house and everybody's filming and he goes, the officer says, Oh, I said, are you part of the crew? Or he goes, Oh no, we just, we just saw them filming. We just wanted to come in and see the house. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, yeah. they're obviously, OCP. please come in. Please come in. <laughs> yeah. And so they go through the house and this is another third floor story. So they come up here and they go right back downstairs. Well, I'm at the second floor. And I'm trying to like get them down without being real nose real noisy, and they say, um, he said, I've got to ask you something. And there's three of them, and the guy, in the, the officer, and really goes, so I've done. All of us have done patrols through this neighborhood, and he said, what's up with the third floor tower? You know, he goes, I've gone through here. He goes, just tell me what's up with the tower on the third floor. I said, well, he goes, and I said, well, what do you mean? That's kind of like crossbending. Like, there's a purpose for that structurally he goes no 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 he goes i've heard stories but and you know what i mean and i said oh you yes know, yes they said they say they see a woman in the tower windows looking out 
<laughs> and yes. I said, that's been a story for decades about oh. this house. And the officer turns to the other one and slaps them oh, and hits them in the round. See, I told you. And he said, I've always felt there's somebody looking at me on that third floor tower in the second floor. Yeah. So that's just on That is just one of those stories, you know, you call it, you know, urban legend yeah. or folklore. But that's been something that's been in this house, um, about the house, you know, yeah. through the neighborhood. I, for personally what came in here came here to check the house one night with my husband and it was we had to check um the alarm went off or something were you by yourself just no. you and your husband uh, no he he said you're not going over there by yourself okay. i said yeah. I, I, no you i'm not you're coming with me work yeah. and, a mach- and a gatlin gun just in case <laughs> Well, it had just snowed, and it was, you know, here in, we don't get that much snow, but it was one of those pretty nights. It just snowed, and you can, everything reflects, so the house was like lit up with yeah. the snow and it was so pretty and I come out and I said I know there's nobody here because there's like no prints in the snow anywhere and he goes well let's go then I said no let's go check the house because I'm here and I won't sleep so we come in the house and everything is fine and so we walk back to the car and I just look back to the house and on the third floor this window here, I saw the curtain open and shut. Ah, oh, yes. And my, well, my husband, my husband saw it too. He goes, I think I just saw that curtain open and shut. And I said, yeah, I saw it too. And he goes, there's nobody up there. I said, no, there's nobody up there. And uh, some neighbors will tell me even lately that that's what they'll see. And so that is that, so this cool. is supposed that to be is, the, most, yes, absolutely. the most active part of the house. But my theory wow. is it's because of these toys. Because these are donations. Oh, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Bringing in other things that aren't just original members yeah. of the house. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I have a scientific theory behind what exactly apparitions and ghosts and everything are. But before we get to that. <laughs> before Brian. <laughs> before I get, into, ooh, get my nerd on. Ooh. Um, okay, so has there been a death in this house? Only Henry Overholzer. Over, okay. And he, did he die in the house? He died in the house suppose, on the second floor. He was 69 years old. He was um, ill for the last four years of his life. Um, and uh, he suffered so it wasn't a unexpected. It was just No, a, he just kind of declined in health after stroke. his first stroke. And then I think um, wow. it's, different things are written. But from the photographs, it looks like he just withered away. A man that, um, you know, such a mover and a shaker to be stricken with a paralyzing stroke is I mean, right. a lot of depression. Depressed. Yeah. yeah. So I I do have a question about Henry. Um. So his demeanor as a person. Do mm-hmm. do we have? Do, are there any records of like who he was? Like was he a nice person or did he? There. I was reading um some articles by the historian of the day. His name was Angelo C. Scott, and he was uh, good friends with Mr. Overholzer and in, uh-huh. in the family. And he writes very highly about Mr. how people thought of Mr. Overholzer. And, right. you know, and one of the statements is when Henry Overholzer walked in a room, he commanded attention because you, not because he was commanding attention. Just his, in, like, his he energy. In and was like, hey, hey, everybody. Because he was impeccably groomed and dressed. Yeah, you, know, you know, there's just, people that walk in a room, you, they yeah. just look rich. Yeah, just they're just their that. energy yeah, like, yeah. that they give yeah. off. Yes. Yeah, and but he's, they call him, he was known by, uh, as Uncle Henry. People <clears throat> called him Uncle Henry. Nice. Um, they speak well of him, but I'm sure he had other people that didn't care for him. Sure. That oh, absolutely. Well. You know, because one of his... Like every powerful person does. Yeah. That's right. Haters going to hate. Yeah. yeah, because one of his um, things that he did when after getting here is he and uh, I believe it was his brother and some others, like maybe Classen or somebody, um, other 
known names of the day, they had to settle some of those land disputes that happen after Which the run. Which were wild. So you can, yeah. you can imagine. You the, know. Sooners. the Sooners. Those, those Sooners. Yeah. <sighs> so I'm sure that there, you know, there was... Yeah, they had crossways with other people, but you right. know. But all yeah. in all, he was very well uh, liked. And in fact, when he died in 1915, the city of Oklahoma City shut down for his oh, funeral. Oh wow! Goodness, wow. So that, that is, says a lot. Yeah, that does wow. say a lot mm-hmm. about him and his character. Was, mm-hmm. was he buried in Oklahoma? Do you know, or was he taken back to? I mean, he's being from Ohio. Well, he's bar- he and Mrs. Overholzer and Henry I own even their baby. They had a baby boy who died back in 1891. His name was Henry Samuel. <sighs> And he only lived eight months. Oh, my goodness. And then Henry Ione, like I said, was born later. And even Jay Perry, they're all buried at Fairlawn Cemetery. Just oh, right wow. up the street on 26th and Chartel. Very so, close. Mm-hmm. That's Lainey's favorite cemetery. Mm-hmm. Because you're creepy and you love cemeteries. I do. I love cemeteries. I do, too, I want to go to a cemetery with Lainey sometime, please. That's so okay. fun. <laughs> right after this, let's go. Let's go. Actually, we should. <laughs> so, um... Uh, have you guys ever had a paranormal team, like professional investigators, come in and uh, go over the house and check for paranormal we activity? We've had several um, um, local paranormal teams come through and um, different times, even as far back as like, I think it was 2002, we had our first uh, paranormal team. Wow. They always come up with something. And back then, you know, in the early days of paranormal investigating, they were just using the, oh, I can't even t- tell you what they're called, but in the reader thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, EMF meters. Yeah. And it was, it was not like it is today. I mean, right. there's some sophisticated oh, yeah, stuff the, out there. It's pretty EV, cool. Gear, EVP yeah. and... Well, yeah. and we, there's, there's, there's a group here right now doing a tour. Actually, like, we're on the third floor. They're mm-hmm. down on the first and second and over yeah. in the carriage yeah. at the... Uh, barn, the, yeah, uh-huh. doing doing a paranormal. Yeah, tonight tour. we have Oklahoma Paranormal Association. It's uh, headed up by Tanya McCoy, who, by the way, she just wrote Haunted Oklahoma City. That just got released last October. So, Excellent. when you see a copy of that, um, you know, make sure you pick it up because anyway, you, you'll you'll be drawn to it anyway because the yeah. mansion's on the cover. So just saying, <laughs> just throw that so in there. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Are you, so you guys are very welcoming to paranormal groups. We are, and um, you do have to be careful. Of about who you know you do let in i like to have them referred because you know you don't you know this day and age you don't know yeah sure but there's a right. lot of things to, to consider so I'm we like to have them referred. bring the sledgehammer yeah it's like right. scooby-doo yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so you know you know if they have referrals by other paranormal groups that's you know better but yeah, yeah we you know we do we have you know we charge um I forget. It's like it's forty or twenty dollars. I think it's twenty dollars a person for a paranormal team to come and do their own investigating. Wow. Um, if we open up to Which the public that? like tonight, no, because I, I mean, how many times do you get to go to a, you know a mansion at night? Well, know, yeah, a, a reputed haunted mansion. Yeah. Exactly, you know? especially when it's beautiful. Like it's not dangerous mm-hmm. to your health mm-hmm. like that's the other thing and i don't want to go to some yeah. abandoned warehouse right. where i right. get yeah, this is sickness this is a beautiful place. i know yeah. this is yeah. like pure eye candy yeah. yes were you in the well i was gonna we had that little experience with black mold down in the uh, masonic temple for mm-hmm. um oh gosh what was it called it was uh that one movie blueberry hall not blueberry oh. well there was that one but then it was shoot it was the abortion one Gosnell. 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 But uh, the Hellraiser house. Yeah. Oh, yes. Not the warehouse, but the uh, the house. House. The house. Yes. Bestos in the walls and yes. everything. Yes, yes. Did you go upstairs? Did you go up the uh, second floor? 
Um, yes, I have. Yeah, it was that. Bad. Yeah, that that whole entire place just looks so fantastic, and it looked. I'm sure it looks amazing. It looks amazing, but not so great on the lungs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. But that's I mean, the price we pay for art. Paint. That no one will see. They'll see it. They'll see it. It's a Hellraiser movie. Of course, they're going to see it. Do you remember that um, abandoned school that you? made me go through with you ah uh, yes and it the was one, uh, the one the one that's like right next to uh, the conservatory yeah it's, it's close to there but we went through and it's creepy and it's terrifying and like the but the, the doors were like you could just walk right yeah in. and like the ceilings are like caved in and so we go through and we're like that's so cool and then we see like a big sign on the door and it says danger as, as, asbestos, uh, asbestos. <laughs> but but how were you saying it the entire time on the way back Asbestos. Because <laughs> I was freaked out. I was like, we need to go to the doctor. And every time I'd say something, he'd just say, asbestos. <laughs> so every time I hear that word, I think of how you made me. Asbestos. <laughs> so makes it much it, less I threatening. I can't say that word right now. <clears throat> because you've just heard it. Asbestos. <laughs> so um, I totally lost my train of thought. Where was I going to go with that? Thanks. Jeez, Laney, just derailing the whole shindig here. Um, so, okay, so this is this is a filming location along with all the tours and everything. First of all, if somebody wants to get involved with a tour, mm-hmm. how can they go about doing that? Um, as far as taking a tour, you can get on our website, um, overholzermansion.org, and um, all of our... Um, times and hours are listed and all of our events are listed on our website and also you can visit um, preservationok.org um, which is a nonprofit that uh, manages and stu- we are stewards of the mansion and so we have different things going on you know throughout the year um, after this Halloween um, season we start getting ready for christmas we're going to have a designer holiday I was gonna say, is that a up. good time to come take a look oh at it during gosh, the day because beautiful. i want to so yes much. so this year we will be having uh, local designers adopt a room on the first floor each of those rooms and they'll be in um decorating up to whatever whatever style they like so that's going to be a lot of fun and then we're going to have the first sit down dinner in decades <gasps> here wow. in the house wow. and so, that's so cool. yes and so that's also on their website so visit that and you know and you can just get on the website and contact button and it comes to either myself or uh, david pettyjohn who's our executive director here mm. and we are happy to talk to anybody and you know just have them come on down and yeah. I, I we were speaking with people outside and it sounds like you can just volunteer here as well we're um, always looking for volunteers because it's like everything else you know we have we need help with events you know like help with you know like tonight's event um we have um the whole heritage hills home tour once a year we're always looking for volunteers for that so yeah anybody would like to get involved we also um, encourage students who are needing to do extra credit or research um, if they want, cool. yes, come on and give us a call. We're happy to help. You yeah. know, cause that's just, you know, that's just, um, raising awareness and, yeah. um, you know, helping somebody out too as well. So, and I think it's so neat that it's not, I mean, just the few people that I've spoken to and even you as an example, like you came here, looked at it and then fell in love with it and you continue to come back. And that's what it sounds so like cool. a lot of these volunteers are doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They're just like, Oh, i love it and I'm gonna keep coming mm-hmm. yeah it's part of you know Oklahoma City history you know like we were saying we, we're not that old but it's just certainly it's just uh, it's 
if you haven't been to the Overhauser Mansion, you just have to make a visit and yeah. take a tour because you don't just say, I've missed this all these years because a lot of people oh, don't realize it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Whenever we were filming here for Mustanger and the Lady, like when I rounded the corner for the, on our first day here, mm-hmm. I was like, where has this place been the entire time I've lived here? Like exactly. it is such an like the the architecture is so unique mm-hmm. and like foreboding at nighttime mm-hmm. and you like this is the, this was probably the coolest shooting location that I've ever been involved oh, wow. in. Absolutely, and I would say the same. I mean, there's like every nook and cranny for those for those people that are looking for a place to shoot. Mm-hmm. How do they go about? Um, contacting you guys again a website yeah just go directly to our website or um, call us on our um, you know our phone number there that's listed on our website and it'll be either myself or David and you know we can sit down and you know hammer out details and see Mm -hmm. that's so awesome And, and like I don't know how it is with other museums, but as far as like letting a, a film crew come in and shoot, is it's it's one thing to have like two or three paranormal ghost hunters coming in, but having a, an entire like. Th- 35 40 person film crew come in and shoot it here at the location is just amazing because this is a it's a functional museum as well so to be able to have someone or have a crew come in and also use it for movies is just I feel like that's so amazing that you guys allow people to Oh and to we do were that. so glad when you know we heard from you know the that they wanted to film a, a, a movie here because you know again we hadn't been really approached you know yeah. And very not as much as people would think, you know. Right. Um, and that's the thing. I'm amazed that there are not constantly films being right. shot here. Well, and I have to tell you that um, Carrie Underwood was here. She did a photo <gasps> shoot oh, downstairs wow. on the first floor in 2013. It was for Allure magazine, and yeah. so she was like our first celebrity. Big deal. Wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was amazing, and it was a big it was a big production. You know, yeah. they brought in a lot of people for that too, which yeah. that was my first big photo shoot with a celebrity. And when they called, they said, we'd like, we were calling uh, around looking for locations that we, we were interested in doing a celebrity or a photo shoot for a celebrity, a local celebrity from Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. And can you tell me who we contact? And I said, well, just drop us an email and, you know, just let me know. Um, and we'll just see. And I'll, she said, do you mind sending us some pictures? So I sent them some pictures and she said, okay, thank you. And I said, bye-bye, bye. And <laughs> I said, who was that? I think it was my volunteer. And I said, um, I said, I don't know. They said there's something they want to call. They want to do a celebrity photo shoot here at the house and sending them so more photos. They said, who was it? I, said, I don't know. You didn't ask, yeah. no. So she calls back a few days later, and she says, "We are very interested in using the mansion for a photo shoot, and can you send us a contract?" And I said, "Sure." And she said, "Would you like to know who it's for?" And I'm like, sure. <laughs> And I said, it's Carrie Underwood. Oh, okay, oh, thank cool. you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I right. the phone. It's Carrie yeah. Underwood. Yeah. 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 You're, you're like, uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to be you know professional, oh though. That's God. so classy to be I, like, I, absolutely. Oh, I just dorked out after, oh, yeah. after I got off the phone. But she was just amazing. She's just she's so sweet. down. She's, she's a very sweet person. She really is. So. I worked with her on the thing where, and I have I don't listen to her music, and I don't know what she looks like. So, like, I went into she a trailer for a shoot. She's yeah. real pretty. She's real pretty. But we did kind of get in a slight argument about Jurassic World. Oh. She was like, Chris Pratt is just on point. And I was like, it's kind of a weak movie. Oh. You called Carrie Underwood out? I called her out, man. I was like, listen here, Carrie Underwood. See here. 
<laughs> Chris Pratt's a gorgeous man, but not a good movie. <laughs> Jurassic she, Park for life. <laughs> <laughs> she could flash you her, her, you know, flip her hair. Just like, all right. And then you're like, oh, never mind. I agree, Carrie. I agree. I agree so much, yeah. Carrie. And, uh, Jesus, take the whale. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, if you've seen The Painted Woman yet. Brian. No, I haven't. Not I, yet. I have. And I everything that we shot here looks amazing. And we <sighs> had... We had the wonderful uh, Matt Dallas and Steph Dawson. And, Matt Dallas. Yeah, Matt Dallas Alex and y. Steph Dawson. They were just amazing actors, and they made everything feel so real. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that the film was based in the late 1890s, I want to say. Yeah. And it was just, they just nailed the period. And it, it's, it's not hard to get into character like that when you're surrounded by the real thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's yeah. not like it's you're in some... Like method acting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not in a studio in LA where they've made a whole bunch of furniture to look old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in the real thing, you know? The props are real. The table is real. This is all things that are actually from the early 1900s. And it just looks amazing. Yeah. Well, and I remember seeing frames whenever we were shooting that, and it was just like, it was some of the most stunning cinematography I've ever seen, just based on the location alone. Absolutely, yeah. That's the thing about cinematography, yeah. is like, man, if you can get a good location, yeah, like, you don't even need to frame up your That's main right. actor, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and That's not true, a, don't a do big, that. A big part of that was uh, thirds, guys. the DP Samuel Calvin, who was just, just a wonderful cinematographer, mm-hmm. and he came yeah. in and just shot some amazing stuff and just... I blew me away with yeah. uh, what we got, and I was incredibly proud to work on it. And it's good to be back here. Yeah, this wasn't it yeah. neat to see the horse and buggy drive oh, through absolutely. the truck? Oh, absolutely! So like, cool. Yeah, I was I feel like, like you're going back in time. Exactly. Yeah. That was real. That was yeah. really what did it for me. Was, wow, I feel like I'm, you know, yeah. back. I have all the horse wranglers and yeah. you have the real deal out there, and it was that just was so fun. great. So great. What's really funny to me is whenever you have these awesome actors mount the horses. And the Wranglers are just the most paranoid people on the entire set. They're kind of like standing off to the side because the the actors, even though they say they know how to ride, they don't know how to ride. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the Wranglers want them right, to. Right, right, right. And so like they they kind of trot, clip, clock right out of frame, and then all the Wranglers just like jump in. Yeah, they're just you will absolutely. And plus, you got to think a lot of those Wranglers are like, I was riding horses when I was in diapers. Yeah. <laughs> I learned how to shoe a horse when I was a fetus. <laughs> My mother was a horse. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah. Man, this is yeah. This is this has been really really. Yeah, cool. I was to say I don't want to intrude on because because they are doing tours. We have do we have to watch our time? Sorry. Um, I don't. Wanna, I think we're okay. okay. As I, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to intrude on, yeah. on because, what's going on. Because now I want to move on to the next spooky, scary section of the Oki Show Show Halloween special. <laughs> that scream lasts like five seconds that's, too long. That's a long scream. <laughs> okay. Anyway, ghost stories. All right, so um, I'm gonna open it up to everybody at the table. If you guys, if you have a spooky story, oh, ghost stories. Oh yeah, do I have them? Do you? <laughs> oh, I've got a ton of them. Oh good. I do. Oh, I okay, do. We're gonna, I do. We're gonna start with Neil over here. Okay. Uh, I will tell. Um, <coughs> I have a couple really good ones, um, but the the one that definitely sticks out uh, to me was I was. Down on the river. Down on the river. Down on the river. Down on the was river. You by your van. The, yeah, in my van down by the river. No, um, I was with a good friend of mine. Uh, we were in high school uh, on the Canadian River, and uh, um, it was late at night. And uh, dig it. 
killing Pause me, bro. That. I'm, I got killing the story, Brian. It was gonna be great. You're killing the story, bro. So, uh, continue. Oh, we got the background music. There we go. Okay, yeah, so. so, um, I I was in high school, good friend of mine, and we were down camping and uh, just you know for the weekend having a good time, just exploring the woods and doing what country boys do. And uh, the Canadian River in the early 1900s was known for having tons of like steamboats and, right. and a lot of boats that came through this area all the time. And so, and, and me and my friend, we we're just we had we had a campfire and we're just hanging out, you know. And like in the distance, like we started hearing like these old tunes, you know, and it sounded like people talking, and like you could hear like it sounded like a boat, you know? yeah, the churning of the boat. And so like we look at each other and we're like, oh, we're just tripping, man. This is this is craziness. This is can't possibly be real. And that's that's when it that's when it got really really scary. And uh, we started to hear it's man. It sounded like Native Americans like like on the other side of the river, like going like making all these like noises and hollering and it, like in the distance. And it was no doubt probably the most scariest moment of my life. We ended wow. up we ended up packing our stuff up in our tents and we're like, nope, we're going back home, but dude. You, I don't want to be down like here anymore. Like you couldn't see anything. It didn't no, look like there was no. anything. It just I mean, you're yeah, sitting by we a campfire. Yeah, exactly. That far, exactly. But. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. It oh, was. It was creepy. all just a lot of like, uh, like hearing things yeah. and stuff oh like that. God. And I, I grew up like, at, like in the wilderness and camping. And I, like, I, <laughs> so I, a lot of noises aren't gonna. Yeah. Freak exactly. You out. I, like, Wait, I don't. You grew up in the wilderness. I did grow up in the wilderness. <laughs> That's where we found him. In, we found uh, him in the woods. Yeah. True. Exactly. Is, exactly. All, and, all makes sense. And I tell you what, uh, I've never ever been in a moment where I felt like I was so scared that I <laughs> oh, wanted wow. to leave. Because like you hear noises at night and you think to yourself, oh, it's just a squirrel. Little thing, whatever. But that was one moment where I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. I want to leave too. Let's go home. Meanwhile, the Chickasaws are like, we're just having our traditional nighttime powwow. (laughs) (laughs) You sure it wasn't like coyotes or something? Because sometimes they have like weird like oh oh no 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 no. definitely not coyotes. This they were it sounded like people. Like and then the the boat. The boat, the boat, and oh, that's creepy. Uh, yeah. that was, that was a that was a good one. That was definitely one of like, and I'm not one to believe in ghosts. Like, I mean, like I believe in spirits and stuff like that, but I don't believe in like poltergeists or like you know the apparition, like the classic ghost. You know, Neil, why are you why are you here? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm here to. <laughs> To, to break this. To bolster this, right. yeah. Exactly. You're the scully to my molder. <laughs> so, Kelly, do you have one? I, mine, my, it's not a true one. It, um, I, I, I mean, well, it's, it's a true true story, but it's not like an actual event or encounter or anything. But we, when I went to school in St. Louis University, in St. Louis, Go on. There's a building on campus, and the, the campus itself is very old. It was, um, it's a, Je- a Jesuit <coughs> college, um, and they actually claim, which I found out later, it was debunked. So liars, but they claim. I know. Cancel the music. You don't get the music anymore. Cancel the music. They claim they have a building. And that they have the whole entire top floor, and this is a massive building, but the entire top floor is totally blocked off. You can't go up there um, because they claim that that was the inspiration for the movie The Exorcist. Like Ooh. that, the top floor was uh, where they, were, whoever you know, was having these blah blah blah. I don't know specifically, but they, that's what it was, and that they used to see it a little person, like a like a girl, in the window 
looking out over the campus anytime any people would walk by and so they started they on halloween they would let people go up and just take a tour of the closed off floor and i am I the type of person that i love i feed off the adrenaline of um anything so i, I get easily scared but i like being easily scared and um so it, nothing happened while we were up there but i just walked around breathing heavily and enjoying the, the intense feeling of like the exorcist could be could have been here and they they actually Spooky i think they scary. did film some things there on on like on that Oof. floor so it was that was that it was a weird setting to be in because yeah. Yeah. i remember hearing about they that they said that that's the actual set of the exorcist they had tons oh, yeah. of paranormal ac- activity going on that's what keeps me from on the actual set of filming the movie. the movie because like i'm too i'm i'm a little superstitious yeah. i'm not gonna lie and then all of you can read stories about all the weird stuff that would happen on on that set of that movie. So that creeped me out a lot. But it's not other than that. Um, the most recent scary thing was there's a mouse a mouse in our house, and I saw it, and I I didn't believe that there was a mouse. I heard noises. I've been home alone with the kids sleeping. Everyone's quiet, and then I hear this kind of like you know. But I finally saw that mouse, and we killed it. His name was Seymour. Got him in a trap. He did. So we're all good now. The end. There's no more ghosts. I feel like Neil. You should have gone last. I know. Oh, yours, a, oh, well, can you rearrange that's not it? not to knock on yours. No, yeah, it's a bad story. Just, how about, no, no, no. I don't have any. I don't not have at all. Because like, I'm just thinking it. of mine, and mine is just kind of like, compared to both of y'all's, it's just kind of like, meh. Yeah. What's yours, wah, man? Wah. Yeah, what's you, what's well, yours, I, yeah. I want Lainey to tell her story of the ghost in the bed. Ew. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Ooh. Like, jump okay. on that mic there. Well, okay. So I don't, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, but yeah, I do does. no I don't I don't believe in ghosts and I don't believe that she believes in spirits things work the way that like Hollywood says that they work but this did happen and it did like freak me out but we were over at a friend's house who we both at like different times have had like this overwhelming feeling that like we need to like not be there and leave so I mean right yeah you got that um yes there were several times we had a friend who had zero history of panic attacks, have a major panic at- panic attack late one night. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she had to go to the hospital. Yeah, and just sep- we, yeah. There was one time where I was dropping off music equipment at his house, and I was the only person there. And I walked into the back room with the gear, and I set it down, and just got this. The, the mm-hmm. air felt very, very thick, yeah. and there was just this foreboding feeling, like I was like something was watching me, and something wanted to hurt me. And, and I started singing hymns and praying to the, the Lord Jesus, and I slowly backed away. And the same thing happened to me, dropping something off there, and we talked about it, and that's whenever we realized that. So there was, was definitely something it was in icky. that house. But um, we were we had a bunch of friends over there, and I was exhausted, so I took a nap in my friend's room, and like right across the hall was his mom's room. So I wake up, and like nobody else is in the house but I look and I see somebody in his mom's bed and I thought it was his mom because and I even walked up and I saw hair like oh, laying on the pillow and I like walked up to it and I was like who is that and so I was like okay well I don't want to wake him up so I walked outside and everybody was outside having a cigarette and I was like who's in there and they go, nobody. And I was like, yeah, guys, jump it. Mm. And they're like, no, nobody. And I just, I don't know. How did I even react? I, <laughs> You just got really pale and really quiet. And you just kind of sat down yeah. and uh, died. You died. I died. Di- 
you, I'm the ghost. I don't believe in myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that. And, and like, we've been in a ghost marriage ever since. <laughs> yeah, and we've had like little stuff around our house, like doors open and closed, like when the Wait, air con- our house. Yes. In our current house. Yes, I told you this. Like where the air conditioning's and that you're not for sure on. It wasn't a basset hound. Yes, <laughs> there was one what time <laughs> where there was a crack. Sorry, I get two guys because I have to live with yeah, them. Yeah, you get a man. Mine so. is so lame compared to everyone's. Okay, so, continue. This is the most recent one, and I called my dad after because I freaked out. But you were gone, and I always have gotten like the creepy bad vibes from like your office room. And so the door is cracked. Like either that's because I do a lot of sketchy stuff. He does. It's weird. (laughs) So the door to that room is either open or it's like shut. It's never like in between. So it was like cracked weird. Like where it was just like a sliver cracked. I was like, that's weird. And I kind of like for some reason like peered inside the crack. I was like, oh no, that's weird. Well, our bathroom is like right next to it. So I had to pee. So I went and I peed and like didn't think it, but she I mean, had to exercise some demons. So like, I, you know, that's like a minute process. Like if that, and I get up and like the door's completely open and I looked out, I was like, well, maybe it's yes. the AC because that happens all the time with air conditioner. The AC is off. So I was like, okay. And I was like, well, it had to have been one of the dogs. The dogs were outside. Oh, great. So, and I, I prayed because <laughs> I, that's that's what you do. Yeah. That's that's just what you do. He's yeah, the only person like, that can help you. Go surreal. Talk to Jesus. See, so. my my experience. I am such a nerd that. Um, <clears throat> so one night, I we used to live in this really old duplex that had been around since the 1920s. And I hated that duplex. I couldn't even be left alone there because it <clears throat> freaked me out so much. There were several things that happened at that duplex but one thing that always comes to mind is i work in sound i i deal with recordings all the time and the funny thing about when you're recording sound is that there's um microphones are magnet based like everything with audio has to do with the electromagnetic spectrum and your music's getting a little optimistic by the way yeah hold on brian's getting a little preachy about sound so (laughs) he's like let me tell you about sound (laughs) it's the most holy of departments (laughs) so anywho first of all there was one this music is just not working you know what hang on hang on i gotta get some spooky scary music in yeah perfect greatest hits Will it take ages to charge? Nope. Yes. Wow, okay. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm out on the balcony, and um, I'm out on the balcony, <laughs> and I'm working on a voiceover audition, and I have my recording interface, and it's just an audition. And I'm thinking to myself, you can do it. You can do it. You've lost the last five auditions, but you know what? This could be the one. And so I record my lines, and I throw it into my computer, and I, I try to edit a little bit. I want it to, I want it, I want it to sound good. Right, right. That's when I notice a little something in the recording. And when you're, when you're uh, editing audio, and you're looking at the spectral monitors, like uh, the um, spectral waveforms are basically you can look at uh, sound in the third dimension. So you're literally, you're literally able to see the audio. And I noticed a little artifact kind of in the bottom corner. It's kind of in the lower register, like kind of like down here. And, uh, and I'm hearing something as I'm listening through my voiceover audition, <clears throat> and I zoom into it. You can kind of, 
you can um, kind of isolate the, the sound and you can zoom into it and you can just listen to that spectrum. Clear as day, it is a, there is a voice that is very close to the microphone. There's, a, there's the proximity effect on the mic like this. And clear as day, it says, you fool. Ooh, in a very, in a very threatening tone, that. you fool. Like it sounded like that, you fool. Ew. And I'm like, I love and, that. And like, I'm sitting in the office that is apparently haunted as crap as Lainey just no, was no, talking that, about. That's at the new house. All of my offices have been haunted as crap, and like, <laughs> so it wasn't the hairs raise up in the back of my on the back of my neck. Like it was, and I saved it, and I can't. I don't know what happened to it. Like I think I lost some files at some point. Clear as day, and I was just, I was running through it in slow motion just to make sure that it was a voice. But spectral on the spectral monitor, a voice is very clear. There's overtones, and you can you can tell that it's a voice. It's Mm -hmm. not like RF, which is kind of like a kind of sound. Mm -hmm. It was clearly a voice. Right, and it the way that. And it didn't happen whenever I was recording. I didn't hear it with my own ears. Mm-hmm. But whenever I played it back, it literally sounded like there was somebody right <laughs> here. That is awesome. Dude. That so, is crazy. I, so I lo- you said your story was lame. That is that not like at all. I mean, that, that gave like, me that was, that chills. Was fantastic, and, oh, wow. dude. All right, well. Peed a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bathrooms in here. You're going to have to go ahead and use the coach house. Uh, down, right. down. Go so ahead. You want to hear one of mine? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, we've all been please, waiting for this. Please. So, you know, here I'm I'm like the head housekeeper and um, the tour guide and um, gift shop manager and housekeeper. Literal yeah. runner of everything so that I'm, makes this work. I'm so happy when I get volunteers. Oh, good. Help, come and help me dust. So we here at the uh, mansion, we've completed the historical society has you know did some upgrades over the years when our most recent one was upgrading all of our electrical which is a good thing to do when you have a 115 year old house so they completed that i guess it was last late early this spring and uh they'd finished the project and the contractors took all their equipment off like a you know from the property like a day or two before and they were gone and um, I was giving tours you know like a couple of days after they were gone and at two o'clock is our last tour and sometimes you know if we don't have a two o'clock tour you know like, like you like to get out of you know work early so I was like finish my one o'clock tour and everybody was walking to their cars and I was downstairs I'm like and since it was a two o'clock tour, and it was straight up at two o'clock, and I'm watching everybody go to their cars, and I thought, hmm, I should go upstairs on the third floor and start turning off lights. And I thought, no, I better wait, because, you know, I don't like to just shut down and at, just at two, because people driving around from out of town, they, sometimes they get lost, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'll wait till 15 after. So I'm in the library downstairs, and watch everybody leave and I'm in the library because I can see all of 15th Street you know back and forth so you know I can see when anybody drives up so I'm over there in the window looking there's nobody out there and so I start going through my phone I start looking through people have texted me and start answering some and and then all of a sudden you know sometimes I have the radio on but I didn't have the radio on this day and uh, all of a sudden I start hearing all this what I think is static like you know, this snapping of some, you know, it's, to me, it sounds like electrical. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I hearing? And it's just going to town and I'm still in the library and I'm looking around and I, 
I can't figure out what I'm hearing. Said, now, do I have the radio? No, the radio's not on. And the only thing I can think of is the electrical. Oh, something's going haywire with the electrical. And then it just stops. And I'm like, hmm. I don't hear anything. So I don't know what that was. And so I'm looking out the window, and by this time it's almost like 10 after. So this has gone on for a couple of you know minutes, and then it starts all over again. And I'm like, okay, what the heck am I hearing? I should not be hearing this. And I'm thinking maybe a squirrel has gotten in the house and it's chewing on for I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm hearing, and because it's going on and on. So I kind of squat down and I look under across the hallway t under the table and I don't see anything. And and I'm, I it's the darnest thing. I should not be hearing this. Whatever I'm hearing, I should not be hearing this. The radio is not on, and then it stops again. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start going upstairs. I thought, no, a better way because I'm looking at the clock and it's still not quite 2.15 and so I go back to what I was doing and I look outside and there, there's like nobody I don't know if there's a football game or basketball game it was there was no traffic and so I'm looking out the window again and then it starts up again I'm like what the heck am I hearing it's not in the dining room and then I'm like I don't smell smoke I'm looking across I'm not seeing any blinking lights or anything so that is good and but I, I should not be hearing what I'm hearing and then all of a sudden it just stops again well, by this time, it's like 2.15. I'm like, heck, I don't know what the heck that is. So I go run up these stairs, you know, and come up, and I turn off all these lights. I go down the second floor, and then I trot down to the first floor. And on the hall table, I see, you know, some of my cell phone is down there. and Not my cell phone, but my keys. And I pick up my water bottle. So, oh, crap, I hope I didn't leave that there, you know, all day. And so I pick it up, and I'm getting ready to, you know, take it with me. But when I pick it up, Oh. No. Nope. <laughs> no. That is what I was hearing. And I'm like, oh. I mean, Dude, I said, that was so I'm good. glad I didn't, you know, if I would have stepped over that rope from the library to that hallway and uh -huh. saw that, I'm glad I didn't see that being like manipulated on that hallway table that one freaked me that out that would have been a, a hard thing to actually witness like i don't that yeah. Yeah. yeah so i was thinking okay so again like i've told you before i don't think i'm smart enough to be afraid <laughs> so. you're, you're just kind of like okay <laughs> all right so I'm like, all around us I, whoever was doing that i was thinking because you know when they started selling bottled water everyone thought it was ridiculous like who's going to buy bottled water but you know yeah. here we are it's like the number one environmental oh, <laughs> man. Lisa, danger. that was literally the best story i've ever heard well that was that the, was that, that was, was the awesome. best I, ending like, to anything. i know yeah and then she comes in with the prop <laughs> yes well, I'm, that was see, i always carry water with me because i'm always speaking on my tours so you know and i always have it with me and right. i guess after that last tour i may have just sat it there Ooh. not not thinking about it but then i was thinking whoever was doing that I wonder they're probably wondering how come she just doesn't get water out of the faucet or it was a friendly little reminder like hey don't forget your water bottle yeah. Yeah. or like, is the key or what is the heck is this made out of because when they lived yeah. here if it was you know the overhauler, <laughs> they didn't very yeah. curious ghost yeah so, but anyway that was that one was creepy this that was podcast creepy. that we're all the gear that we have here must be freaking them the crap out <laughs> oh i'm telling you oh so, oh man, okay, I'm trying to think of how we can, how we can wrap it up, because um, there's a couple things that we could do. I was going to, okay, We so could pray. I was going to say, I, I'll, I'll give and my, I will be over here praying. Right. right. No. I'm going to give my little scientific kind of pseudo-explanation for different phenomenon. 
this is because this particular subject matter has been very, very fascinating to me. I'm not a physicist. I'm I, like I'm just an enthusiast. So take this with a grain of salt. But what's really fascinating about all of these things about how you pick up things on recordings, which, like I said, was was magnet based and. Um, and it's all within the electromagnetic spectrum and stuff. What's interesting is how you see the EMF readers and that kind of thing that these paranormal investigators that's use. Right. Mm-hmm. EVPs. All of that mm-hmm. is that that's all of the electromagnetic spectrum. And on the electromagnetic spectrum, you see that's where you get FM radio, AM radio. That's where you get the spectrum of light, visual light, infrared. So it goes from sound to the visual world to beyond, X-rays and all that kind of stuff. So, and these are all frequencies that cut through everything. X-rays are frequencies of light that cut through your skin and you can see underneath and all that kind of stuff. So that's what we're, that's what we're talking about. Now the human body gives off, we radiate energy. You know, like if you look in kind of like the Hindu kind of way of thinking, like the chakras and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we, and that's true, we do radiate energy everywhere that you go. You can see infrared. I mean, that's a visual example of us just radiating energy. Energy is, um, things that are burning, um, uh, basically proteins that are burning uh, all that energy for you to actually be able to you know, be active and that kind of thing. And when we die, that energy goes away. Now, the third law of thermodynamics, or no, is the second law of thermodynamics? One of the laws of third thermodynamics basically says that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be moved from one location to the other. It can be distributed around. So when you die, where's that bundle of energy gonna go? It's gotta go somewhere. It doesn't just go and disappear. It's got to go somewhere. So um, there's the issue of things that are that die, which is an event. There's an event happening there that gives off a lot of energy. Um, with domestic abuse, you have two people that are radiating very aggressive energy that are in a location, and that energy has to go somewhere. So it could go into the walls. Mm-hmm. It can go into the different environment and that kind of thing. And it's interesting that you mentioned how like there's a storm coming. Uh, like literally a storm outside with thunder and lightning and the environment has a slight effect on the paranormal activity and that kind of thing. I I find that very interesting because with the storm comes different uh, air pressure, magnetic fields are different and all that kind of stuff and you notice what we're talking about, we're still on the electromagnetic spectrum. Mm -hmm. So all of that kind of stuff intertwines with paranormal activity. So like certain environments First of all, has this energy is just kind of floating around, and when the and when the the uh, you know when the temperatures and the environments and all that kind of stuff are just right, something might happen. Mm-hmm. So it, it it kind of pulls the spooky scariness out of it and just makes it really it makes kind it really of nerdy cool. and scientific. Yeah. But it is fascinating. Little ghosts. No, it is amazing mm-hmm. to think like all you know just Everything walk affects. around. Yeah, yeah, the effect mm-hmm. that yeah exactly. Yeah. Which is why for me, whenever I picked up that that random we call them, I call them an artifact. <clears throat> when you pick up a voice on a microphone, it's not necessarily threatening. It's just kind of it's just one of those weird notable. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those weird natural events. They might be supernatural. It might be it might be a natural event that we haven't quite figured out, you know, the science behind it. <clears throat> Fourth <it's>, dimension. <laughs> yes. It could be Rick just like zipping through. We don't yeah, know. Exactly. And Morty just trying to keep up. But yeah. here's the thing, I don't think any of that explains that water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that did noted. <laughs> That was creepy. Yeah. So that I'm 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 gonna yeah. So that's my not my nerdy explanation behind paranormal activity and all that jazz. We'll see tonight because the storm is brewing. I know. Yeah. 
So, um, Kelly, do you have any kind of games or anything? You know, I I I was thinking we could play like a game of you know like a like uh, what is it story story die or something. Okay. But I think Ooh, that this has been I, I honestly like I've enjoyed this. I don't know if I want to. I kind of feel like it. Right? It's a, shift I think it. it's a good note to end. Where's the we're Ouija go board? Anyway. Right. I know. I don't should really want to shift. Should we turn it to the lights silly. off and like like see if we can get a, a just for or a minute? Don't ask it for things. We're just you know just. You want to do that? Can we turn the lights yeah. off? Let's do it. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be so great. Okay. So if I'm I get touched, I'm just going to warn any of you. If any of you touch me, um, physical you people in this room, if right. you touch me, I will lash out and you will get injured. I just want you to know. Now, if something else touches me and I think it's you, also sorry, I'll still hit you. So, <laughs> so Lainey's going to play on her on her phone. And Lisa's going around. We're on the third floor, and this is the and floor that has the most activity. The, the, in the most house. activity. And, uh, See, for me, like paranormal activity is is one thing, but I always just think about serial killers. That's where my go-to is. So any movements or things I see outside of the window, I think of it being like a murderer coming to get me. So that's uh-huh. why I, it's much more intense. Okay. Okay. So all the lights are off. I'm kind of covering up okay. the LEDs so here. So I've, I've watched plenty of. I know Brilliant. it looked. That's a straight up bust of who was who that bust of? That's Henry. That's Henry. He's here guarding oh, us. We're he's fine. Here. He's okay. here with us right now. No okay. So all right. So we're gonna be. We're gonna. Let, let's have a little moment of silence to kind of let the environment kind of settle in. Yeah. I've never done this before, so I'm just trying to sound like I know what I'm doing. Haven't you ever watched Ghost Hunters on Travel Channel? I'm a huge Bizarre States fan, so <laughs> I'm really enjoying this right now. <laughs> me too. Me too. Okay. And silence. What should we ask it? No. Mm-mm. Let's just listen and see. Okay, okay, okay. So we're just gonna listen. Like to be done now. <laughs> <laughs> the creek, can, can the s- creeks are, are. It's I hear the wind and the. Yeah. the it's yeah. very effective. It's very. Yeah. You get a lot of the um, wind swirling. Yeah. yeah. Stormers and stuff. So you hear like the rafters. Yeah. So, so what was what was the name of Mr. Oberholzer's wife? Anna. And Anna. she she lived up here. She would like to go to that third floor tower, and she would um, like to do her needlepoint and reading back. Oof, there, all right, which okay. is a cool room. So here we go. All right. So uh, to any ghosts in the room, because ghosts do listen. Um, Miss Anna, Miss Anna, if you're in the room with us right now, or even Mr. Oberholzer. Because I know that we they we do have the his his statue in this other room, um, sir or ma'am. If if you're here with us, we might not be able to hear you right now, but our audio equipment will hear you. So if you have anything to say or would like to say something, speak now or forever hold your peace.
So Miss Anna, you like to re you like to read. <laughs> what what types of books did you read? And why did you like the third floor the most? If there is any kind of spirit in this room, can you acknowledge that by giving us a knock? Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> 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 Woo, okay. <laughs> I think we're officially freaking Lady out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this though. This is. Uh. Very particular religious religious things that happened already this evening. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say, right. if you guys want to continue, I will gladly join Lainey down uh, stairs, and you feel free. It's uh, just saying. Interesting note, the file just reset 45 seconds ago. Stop hey. it. No, I'm not kidding. Like, if you look at the LED, it actually says 50, 51, 52. So that's creepy. That's cool. Maybe we have something. something Might have something. Maybe. Yeah. I know. Yeah, our listeners are going to have to uh, tell us if they hear anything. So, Lisa... Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Thank you guys for Thank you so much. Come back so again. Cool. And again, one more time, where can the listeners get some more information about a tour or if they want to use this as a location for a film shoot? Film shoot. That's the second time I've done that today <laughs> on this show. Well, you can just go to our website, overholzermansion.org, and um, contact us through email. We have a contact button there. Our phone number is there. Um, just reach out to myself. I'm the museum coordinator. My name is Lisa Esclon. And then my coworker, David Petty Johns, executive director of Preservation Oklahoma. Either one of us. We are located, our offices are located in the carriage house. So you can also just stop by and knock on the door and, you know, and uh, drop in on us and just... But really, reach out to us, and thank you guys for coming back. Absolutely. Yeah. Does the d- do you guys have uh, Facebook? We do have Facebook and Twitter, and Thanks. so we have all of our events posted on there too. And we're coming up with scary tales coming up at the end of the end of the oh next next week. So cool. Yeah. Yes. So we'll tell ghost stories up here on the third floor. So it's so we try to do all kinds of fun things here in October. So yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, thank Absolutely. you guys for coming. This thank has been you. so thank cool. You. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Funnest podcast I've Oh, done. amazing, amazing oh, podcast! So really so amazing so podcast! Cool. Oh, I can't wait to go back and listen to it. Definitely can mark this off the bucket list. All righty. And for all of you listeners, if you liked what you heard and you want to watch a live stream or listen to the Super Secret Side podcast to kind of get some updates, or me just rambling about what's going on with the show and all that kind of stuff, please go to Patreon.com/slash/OkieShowShow and become a patron. And uh, along with that, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Okie Show Show and Facebook at Okie Show Show. Or you can just go up to our website, okieshowshow.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends all about us. We like to do stuff like this, and it's pretty freaking fun. And we'd love to share that with everybody in Oklahoma and beyond. So I think that's it, guys. 
Yeah. All right. Absolutely. We'll see you all in the next two weeks. Alrighty. All right. Bye. 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 Bye